The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's uh, August. It's the 19th. It's 2022. And it's 5.32 right now. Okay. I was like, are you not to 5.30 yet? Because mine says 5.32 and we got to get these calibrated. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. Why aren't our clocks the same? I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, This morning, big shout out to Tom. Tom Horsler? Yeah, remember when I met Tom? I think it was like right around his birthday. I was going to say, is he still the birthday guy or is it, has it been two months and that's too long to say happy belated? Ah, uh, yeah, we can still say happy belated. Tom's a great guy. I love chatting. We were, we were in a McDonald's line over there. We just had a great chat just with a listener who's now like a friend, I would say. And we just meet up at McDonald's every once and again and uh, just had a great chat. We should talk about at four thirty in the morning. We just talk about life. We're 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 like long lost friends. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and and then he bought my coffee, and I was like, Tom, you're too kind. Wow. So I just want to say, Tom, thank you, love you, have a great day at work, and I hope everything goes great for you. Usually, Steph, you're putting me on the spot and trying to level up my lexicon and uh, just new (laughs) words and terms here and there, but I got you this time. Oh, okay. (laughs) I scrolled across something the other day, and now I'm curious if you know what it is. So do you know what quiet quitting is? Quiet quitting. I think maybe quiet quitting is when you don't announce it on social media that you've left your job. It's like, I've quietly left my job, but I don't have to tell the world. Oh, interesting. Is that right? No, it's not right. Any other guesses? Uh, When you whisper to your boss, you're going to (laughs) quit. Instead of giving you a letter, I've decided to say quietly that I'm done. Instead of yelling, I quit and walking out the door. That's right. That's right. Well. (laughs) Level up your lexicon. Oh, it felt so good to hit that button. No, quite. Quiet quitting is when an employee just gets tired of going above and beyond at work uh, for little to no recognition, and but they don't they don't actually quit. They still want to be on the payroll. They're just establishing like pretty much better work life boundaries and pretty much doing what's necessary in their letter of agreement or, or of employment to stay employed. But they're not going to exceed those expectations because they've just done too much for little to nothing. Wow. And I I saw this trend on TikTok about a week ago of people talking about it. And then now there's articles coming out about the trend and explaining everything that goes into it. So I guess this is just a PSA to to managers and employers to... uh, Thank, check on your employees and check in with your employees so you don't have a whole staff of quiet quitters. Quiet quitters. <laughs> One of my favorite things about this job is that we get to give so much stuff away. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so much fun to be like, you're the winner. You're the winner. You entered our contest and you won. Um, but I can never enter our contest. Yeah, there's so many good prizes. I know. And it's turned me into like a bit of a like a contest I don't want to say a junkie, but like I really... You seek out other ones. Yeah. If, if I'm going to scroll past a contest and it's going to be really easy to enter, you can bet your bottom line <laughs> I'll follow you and like it and tag my contest buddy who also <laughs> can't Absolutely. Um, so I found this contest about a month ago. Completely forgot I entered it, but I got something in the mail yesterday that said that I won it. You're a big winner. Uh-huh. And it was the Coffee News selfie contest oh um coffee news is those like flyers 
that you see everywhere. Yeah, at all the like restaurants or coffee shops, <laughs> and you sit down, you read the trivia. Waiting for your order, you just randomly grab it, you read a couple things, you get your coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look for the little <laughs> coffee man. Like things are great in that little paper. Well, there, it said like, oh, send us a selfie of you in the coffee news and you could win a prize. It didn't say what the prize was, but I was like, yeah. I'm in. This is easy. I'm just emailing it to you. I don't even have to post it on my own page. <laughs> um, and then in the mail yesterday, I get this letter from them that said I won 50 coffee bucks. What is a coffee buck? Right, when it's Aren't a, they free? Like, it's a free newspaper. <laughs> what do you do with 50 coffee bucks? Yeah. Well, you get to spend them at a bunch of their uh, preferred vendors. Uh, <laughs> there was Luxury. only two options in Fort McMurray. Yeah. Uh, one was a real estate agency, okay. and I don't think I was going to get very far with $50 <laughs> there. No offense to real estate, but 50 bucks off a house, not that much of a selling point. <laughs> but you know where else was the only other one in Fort McMurray that I could spend it at? Northern Life by DWW. Oh, love them. That's great. I know. So I went and had like a great walk around the store yesterday, <laughs> and there were so, so many good options of what to buy. I ended up saving it and being like, I'll be back after I sleep on this. This is stressful. <laughs> I got to know where to spend my 50 coffee bucks at. <laughs> so I'm scrolling through Instagram this morning, and a new kind of thing happens where Instagram asks me, how familiar are you familiar are you with immersive King Tut? And how familiar are you with immersive King Tut? Uh, I've never heard of this. Interesting. <laughs> like what is like immersive- a survey yeah, on Instagram? It, it, yeah, it was a survey, but it would look. It came across as a post, so I'm just like, how familiar are you with immersive King Tut? Huh, that's an interesting post. So this is on the main page. Main feed. So you I'm got baby like- photo scroll survey scroll nature. Yeah. And it wants me to select if I know a lot about this experience. I know a fair amount. I know nothing. I've only did you, heard the name. Did you follow up? Did you click one of those or did you just scroll on by? Absolutely not. If I click one of these, they're going to be like, ah, this is one of our data collectors. Yeah, and we'll she, give her surveys all the time. <laughs> she likes filling out surveys. We got her. I also was like, do they know when I screenshot? Like I screenshotted it so we could talk about it this morning. But <laughs> what if they're like, she likes this so much she screenshotted it. Give oh, her definitely. surveys all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're going to get bombarded. Instagram's on to you now. Have you heard of King Tut of immersive experience? Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm venturing on a tube steak diet, Steph, and I need your help. I have to be honest. I hate it when you call it a tube steak. Why? It's so fun. It's so unique. It's just gross when you think about it like that. Like a hot dog, I have no idea what's in it and I'm fine. I've been eating them my whole life. A tube steak, I'm like, it's in a tube. I know that all sausages are tubes, but it just grosses me out. Uh, yeah, so 780-791-1037. I'm just curious, other than putting your hot dog in a hot dog bun and then just dressing it up with all the good stuff, you can do so many different things. I want to know how else are you eating your hot dogs, okay? Now, because I was recently on a Steg, okay? Uh, yes. Just this past weekend, I was houseboating. Uh, we just mass bought from Costco. It was just like just a bunch of easy, easy things to cook because there was a barbecue on the boat for the houseboating. And and then at the end, we had we had a giant pack of like 38, I want to say. And there, I was one of the people driving. Some of them were flying home, so they couldn't take it with them. <laughs> and so they're just like, Sean, you want them? I was like, yep, I'll take them. And now I have 38 hot dogs. hot dogs. Yeah, that's a lot of hot dogs for one guy. And 
you are just one guy eating all of these hot yeah. dogs. <laughs> you don't want to eat 38 hot dogs on a bun? That's a lot of white bread. That's a lot of bun to eat as well, to consume as well. So I'm trying to like incorporate different ways on how I can use these weenies. Is that better? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> So the seven eight zero seven nine one one zero three seven. I know one answer is going to be in KD. Oh yeah, that's the absolutely. obvious one. But what are the other ones? That's Where right. can we put these hot dogs for Sean so that he doesn't? I don't know. Turn into one, I guess. No. Carrie over on Facebook. She gave me a very good recipe here that I think I'm actually going to try. Steph, what is it? We got a casserole dish. Okay. Okay. Cooked rice canned tomatoes, cut up hot dogs and onions. So you mix those together, put it in the bush. Or, in the- <laughs> you just throw it out. Get you, rid of that. Yeah. Throw that into the forest. You prepare it out and then you throw it out. You don't want that anymore. No, uh, you throw it in the dish. <laughs> you bake it at 350 until the top's golden. And then you just add some some salt and pepper to the top. And then you can dress it however you want with a sauce or something. But uh Sounds pretty good. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad at all. <laughs> uh, Tracy as well. Wiener chowder. She oh. says mushroom soup. Okay. Cooked potatoes. Yes. Sliced hot dogs. Yes. Can of corn. Can of corn. She adds boom at the end. <laughs> all right. See, I'm digging that one as well. There's a couple of good ideas here that are rolling in other than just like stuffing myself with a bun every time. <laughs> yeah, we got Genevieve on the line. Genevieve, how do you like your hot dogs? Mostly with a bun. <laughs> <laughs> But if you have 38, that's a lot. Um, you could do like a poor man's kebab. They would probably be gross, but like just chop them up, <laughs> put them on a skewer or whatever, and put other things on it. I don't know, vegetables. You're not convincing me like- a lot. You're like, it's probably going to be <laughs> gross, but you got 38, so you might as well try it. Well, you might as well try it. Like, if you have 38, what could possibly go wrong? You eat some vegetables and get rid of some of your hot dogs. It might be good with enough, like, <laughs> seasonings and stuff. All right, you're sounding more convincing now. I'm gonna, it sounds more oh. like I'm going to try it. I would. I would try it like once and if it was good, maybe I'd do it again. Ooh. But it's basically like sausages, right? Like True. put enough like season on there and you can't even tell it's a hot dog <laughs> or a poor man's kebab. <laughs> That's right. Okay, this is, this, I'm writing this one down. Recently I ordered a uh, football soccer jersey Um Online and it came from the UK and it arrived in record fashion, arrived in like a week or something. And I was absolutely blown away, less than a week. Which is amazing because some people it's taking them that long to get home just sitting in airports. <laughs> exactly. My jersey got here faster and I was, I was blown away by it. And I thought I would have to pay like something with like customs and stuff, but I thought like maybe it'd just be included in the initial price that I, I, when I bought the jersey, that it would just be kind of included in there. Yeah. Sometimes on the website it'll be like, and for customs since you've now put in your address and it says where it's going yeah. you have to pay this much extra yeah but totally understandable if uh just afterwards like okay this is where it actually had to go and these are the charges that we laid upon it but i don't ever remember getting something in the mail saying hey here's your charges for uh customs and that's what i got from ups yeah that's weird because wouldn't they have dropped withheld the package and been like you can't have this until you pay us your bill yeah that's what I thought. What is it, like credit on delivery or something? COD? Like charge yeah. on delivery, credit on delivery? Yeah. 
That's what I thought would happen. That person dropping it off wouldn't just leave it there. They'd be like, all right, and here's the charges for customs. You pay it, you get your package. But no, I'm wearing, I'm legit wearing the jersey right now. <laughs> um, but it's only $14 too. But the problem that I have with this all is that it says the invoice date was August 3rd. And I'm going back to August 3rd. And I was, I've basically been off for two weeks. Yeah. I worked a day or two here or there. I came back, did some laundry, went back out on vacation. Uh, I was still here on August 3rd and I didn't have the letter. And so I was like, okay, whatever, take some time invoice date, take some time to mail it out and everything. Uh, and then I came back, uh, I think on the Tuesday, the 9th. And then, so still didn't have the letter. I was still here on the 10th, still didn't have the letter. And then I left again on vacation and the due date is the, the 14th this, this past Sunday. And I just got the letter uh, when I came back on like Monday, the Uh-oh. 15th. Well, that's so, like, am I getting late charges now? You probably, you should add $2 to, to what you pay them. You should just be like, I am just going to be proactive about this. I don't even know how to pay it. (laughs) It's got to be online. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it's so old school. It's like, here, here's the part that you like rip off and then you include. And like, you're just like, I'm like, what? No. Do I just not pay this? Like, no, I'm wearing the jersey. They know where you live. They know your name. They're sending it to collections, Sean. And then you're going to get bad credit for $14. Nah. Don't even. Uh, me. Okay. I'm going to say I told rhythm. you so right now and for future <laughs> Sean trying to get a mortgage. <laughs> I can safely and confidently say after driving 12 hours from Fort McMurray through Edmonton, Red Deer, Calgary, and all the way over to BC in Sycamus and the Okanagan, that the art of the zipper merge is lost, Steph. I'm sorry to hear that. You should be sorry. <laughs> you should be sorry. I know, I know, I know what you do. You're the type that doesn't zipper merge. You're too kind. You are exactly correct but how many times did you run into zipper merges in these 12 hours like why were there so many well because it's construction season and so constantly lanes are getting closed or whether maybe it's an accident or maybe someone's getting towed either way uh if a lane gets closed still drive up to the arrows that point you over to the lane you're supposed to be in you're not supposed to i'm explaining a zipper merge oh my goodness You're not supposed to switch You just want to make lanes. sure that everybody becomes an artist in the zipper merge <sighs> category. <laughs> yeah, so say say the lane that everyone's supposed to eventually get in is like a kilometer long, okay? It's a long construction. It's in a big city. It's a kilometer long. You could cut that down to, to 500 <laughs> What's the smaller meters? Feet, sure. Col- yeah. Oh, no, no, Me- meters. If meters you're going from a kilometer to half. Yeah. So just cut it in half. If half the cars, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> measurements not my forte. You cut it in half, okay? Okay. If half those cars just went into the other lane and drove all the way up to the arrow, and then you just zipper merge you just slowly merge into each other instead of because you know what happens I'm, yeah, you get I'm someone like you that's very kind that's very nice and then they see a long ways away like like 500 feet away from the arrow you see that it's pointing over you need to get in that lane yeah you try and get an asap yeah of course i do no because then because then you know what you set a precedent for everyone behind you and then now you're 500 feet away and now someone a thousand feet away is like oh i see that car getting over I'm going to get over. And then it's a, it's a ripple effect. And then all of a sudden, that person a thousand feet away is now signaling to people behind them, hey, you should probably get over into this left lane over here because the right lane's closed. Okay, but the thing I don't understand about this big deal that you're making is you can have a 
meter long line or you can have a kilometer long line in one lane. Why does it matter if all of the cars are in the same line getting over into just one line and going straight rather than going like, okay, yeah, you go, now I go, you go, now I go? It matters because as 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 it backs up, now you're getting into exits. You're getting into oh, a whole bunch of different intersections okay. and stuff. And then now you're clogging up even more of the traffic and everything. People might need to hit exits. And now they're just caught up for nothing. I do appreciate you telling me this because I honestly, like, every time I see somebody being like, passing the whole line, I'm like, you jerk, we all got over. See, and that's the precedent that you set when you move over is that when someone does it properly, now they're the bad guy because everyone's like, oh, I moved over. I'm a good. No, you're the bad person, actually. It's the other way around. You're the bad person for moving over early. And the good person drives all the way up to the arrows. And then moves over. 6.13 in the morning and Sean's calling me a bad person (laughs) on a Friday, no less. Who is this guy? Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.